0: Well, hello there once again. So glad you're joining us for this episode 12 of our Fabulous Flowers TV podcast. As always, here for your listening pleasure are myself, Lucy Nolan, and he whose floral knowledge knows no bounds, the wonderful Paulie Hawkins. Hello there, Paulie. How are you today?
1: Good afternoon, Lucy. I'm very well today, thank you so much. And are you tickety-boo on this uh, grey old day?
0: yes, I am actually. I'm fine. I had quite a busy morning, you know, the usual daily chores of of having children in the house and too many clothes to wash and bits and bobs, dishwasher fillings and unfillings, you know, the usual. How about you?
1: Oh, it's endless glamour. Well, you know, bit of businessy work stuff. Um, my contract starting again every Monday, so lots of contract lists to do and uh, a bit of a haircut yesterday. Thanks for noticing.
0: oh. Oh yes, because in um, fact you have
1: two. Because we can see other listeners, we can see each other, and I can see that I think you've had one. Well, Lucy, you're looking very uh, flaxen. Can I say? Oh,
0: thanks very much. Yes, um, we can see each other because we have this uh, wonderful um, method of recording our podcasts now, where we've discovered um, a little button that says video. So for the last ten weeks, we've been doing it without looking at each other, and now we have the excitement of seeing each other's faces. So I too have had a haircut, Paulie. It's true. Um, something that my very lovely 14-year-old daughter assisted me with. So it's somewhat hmm. shorter than I had perhaps envisaged. But as I said to her, it will always grow back.
1: I have to say she's done a lovely job. It looks nice and swingy and very full and bouncy, if I may say so. But um, no, it's lovely to see you. And I think um, as long as I, I, I mustn't make any silly faces, that's the no, thing. Don't put me
0: <laughs> off. Don't put me off. Right, down to business, Paulie, down to business, because that's why we're here. Yes. This week, I know we're focusing on one of your go tos for height, for ethereal shape. Um, I know you use these a lot in your incredibly unbelievable and gorgeous displays. And I myself am very looking forward to hearing all about these rather lofty yet vibrant blooms. So go ahead and do tell.
1: Well, yes, Lucy, thank you for that lovely introduction. And this week, we are going to shine our flowery light on delphinium Mm,
0: delphiniums i love them yeah
1: delphiniums don't we love them we love them we lovely and and they too weirdly are a member of the same family as our lovely ranunculus and buttercups which we chatted about in other podcasts yes um it's so weird to think that such a tall majestic flower should be related to something that looks completely different i.e the ranunculus Hmm. but strange old world of um botanics i think yeah the word yeah but there are that, I mean, there are so many of them, Lou. There are there are 300 species and um, they're perennials. And um, the, um, the Latin, the Latin on FFTV, mm-hmm. the Renatin, Latin, I have to get my teeth in for mm-hmm. this. Ranunculaceae. Ranunculaceae.
0: Yes, yeah. that's the genus, isn't it? That includes delphiniums, buttercups, mm-hmm. ranunculus, and all of that shamalama ding dong.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of shamalama ding dong. And they, they, they're native throughout the Northern Hemisphere. And they also, well, they originate from high on the mountains in tropical Africa, can you believe it? Mm. Um, but delphiniums to me, you know, they are what I call herbaceous. They really, really are. They're the, they're the quintessential star performers of, of every border. And they've got a kind of state presence, I would say. And um, I would say that they are one of the princes of the garden. They really are. And mm. to me, they sort of conjure up. Lovely, lazy, lovely English herbaceous border moments, you know, sort of very Miss Marple, and a bit of downturn thrown in. Mm. Tea on the lawn with hot buttery crumpets is all I can yes. say about Delphiniums, really. Oh,
0: I love a hot buttery <laughs> crumpet. Who doesn't like a bit of crumpet?
1: Mm. Oh. I would. I <laughs> have to say, I'm quite starving now. Um, but they, they are, there's towering majestic spires and they kind come in, beautiful hues of blues, hues of blues, Ooh. I like that, aquas and lavenders and lilac shades and obviously beautiful white ones. Um, and, uh, but they are, take so care careful, they are toxic to humans and livestock. Mm. The common name of larkspur is shared between many perennial varieties of delphinium. So you've got kind of big sort of jazzy, snazzy ones and little delicacy ones to put it sort of, you know, in layman's terms. Um, but it, mm. the, the Dolphinium got its name from the ancient Greek, you didn't know that. Did you know that, Lucy?
0: No, I did not know that.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, it actually means dolphin due to the shape of the blooms, because each little flowery rosette looks a bit like a dolphin in some oh, kind of way. that's lovely. I love but that. The, I know. Isn't that lovely? makes mm. me think of that dolphin in Ireland. What's it called? Fungi fungi the dolphin and you can go and, is it still alive or has he been do we know anything about fungi
0: mm, i think it's one of those dolphins that just lasts forever you know it's like the black rabbit that my brother had it kept sort of disappearing should we say and then completely miraculously reappearing in the form of another black rabbit um so i think fungi the dolphin <laughs> might be the same
1: a bit like the loch ness monster maybe yes i don't know anyway sorry going off off, off subject there but um what I love about them is they're just sort of they just have such a lovely sort of erect habit, mm. um, and they just create such a spectacular effect on mass. And that's how I'd like to use them. I mean, I've always had passion from them, from for them um, since my childhood days, and I can remember. Our family house years and years ago, we had a big vegetable garden and an orchard. Mm. And my father, in a kind of seventies thing, decided to cut all the orchard down, dig up the vegetable garden and have a pool put in. Oh, no. And I just remember, I know. And so the orchard went, the, the lovely borders of the picking garden went that had stunning blue dolphiniums in. Mm. And of course we never saw them again. And that was a bit sad. So I just I've always loved them. That was in 1976. So um that's all a bit sad, but I, I moving forward I, as a florist, I adore creating enormous displays with them in big,ly shaped urns for parties and weddings. And they always add a bit of spectacle and majesty, Lou. They really, really do. And um, I mean, mm-hmm. one of my favorite jobs I did in rural Dorset, a lovely, wistful English wedding. Um, I had mm-hmm. acres and acres of beautiful white delphiniums um, in humongous urns, massive impact. Um, and mm-hmm. as I always say, keep it really simple when creating a church all about the impact i mean a few large decorations in strategic strategic places um, are better than lots Mm. of fussy fiddly ones in every surface and you know especially when the church is full of lovely hats and pretty dresses you know you don't need loads a couple of big ones Mm.
0: it's a big empty space above where everybody is to fill isn't it so i suppose the height of the delphinium's Fills it rather lovely, sorry, rather in a lovely way. Um, and I, I see what you mean by not having mm. lots of fussy, fiddly ones. You need a couple of lovely, big, kind of woof type, you know.
1: Stonkers. Yes. Mm. Yes, definitely, There's definitely. In the um, and actually, I, I, I've got a picture of that very urn and I pop it up on Instagram on Fabulous Flowers TV if the listeners want to see Perfect. it. It really is quite spectacular. Um, but my favourite delphinium is one called Blue Bee. Mm-hmm. And all the flowery rosettes that go up the main stem look like little blue bees, hence the name. And they're they're charming and and they last very well. That's
0: lovely. Oh, yes. I love dolphiniums actually. Um, I love them mainly because they are perennial. So they're one of those things that do keep coming back year after year in my garden, which is good. means I don't have to keep planting more new things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know they love... They love being against my fence. Uh, I've made a sort of weirdy old bamboo thing for them to climb up and they've covered that. So that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And it's quite nice for that sort of cottage country style garden that just is sort of says, you know, oh, I'm natural. I've been growing here for years. When in fact, you've thought about every single bloom and pop them there. But I love to pretend that it looks like it's just sort of happened and there it is. Um, And I love the fact that they have those rather showy spikes and they slightly shudder when the wind blows. And mine mine do look great in front, uh, sorry, behind all the other flowers I've got. And I love the fact that, as you said earlier, they're in so many different colours. They're not just blue, pink, white, purple. So, yeah, really great. And I love having them in my garden. Have to say, have to say.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they really are um, just quintessentially an English garden performer. And um, as a keen amateur um, horticulturalist, I I've got a few little gardening tips on delphidiums, Lou, if you'd like me to share them with you.
0: Very much mm-hmm. would. I think a lot of people love mm-hmm. your tips, Paulie.
1: Yes, yes. And as you say, they are perennials, so you haven't got to worry about them, you know, replanting them or anything. You just ignore them and they pop up again next year. But, um, oh, they, you yeah. know, they're such a favourite of many, many gardeners. And um, they can sometimes challenge you, I'm sorry to... I, know, I mean, yours are always perfect oh. and pop up in a pretty, pretty lovely way. Um, but they can sometimes be a challenge. They... You've obviously got the right soil but they prefer moist cool summers um and they don't really fare well in too hot a weather so um not very good in the dry weather um and they, they do not like sudden tons of wind and rain they can, they can get absolutely mm. what's the word
0: bashed about
1: trashed yes tr- trashed and mashed about absolutely mm. um yes bashed about so Try staking them. That's quite important, and get the get the bamboo in quite early, so you don't just do yeah. disturb the roots later on. Um, okay. Obviously, um, dwarf perennials don't use staking because they're little ones, but um, they do like to be well watered. So um, keep watering them, and don't let them stand in water over the winter. Um, mm. They quite like good drainage, so adding grit great way of making them stay happy, um, and yep. a balanced liquid fertilizer every two or three weeks is that They get very hungry very hungry plants, and they need to be fed regularly. Um, But after they've finished blooming, cut the flower stalks right down to the ground, and um, you'll have a second flourish of slightly smaller spikes, but they're lovely for a bit of late summer charm. And and also beware, 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 slugs and snails like delphiniums too, so watch out for the blighters.
0: Oh, yes, ew, I just so dislike slugs, I have to say. I'm Not a fan. Not only do I find them destructive with hostas and delphiniums and also veg patch, etc. One of my pet Mm. hates is having a late or tardy glass of vino in the garden, au jardin of an evening.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm,
0: Which occasionally, Paulie, as you know, I like to indulge in. Um, And then (laughs) tiptoeing in after one's had a couple of glasses when it's um, dark. And as I go to go in across the lawn, um, there under my feet in a nasty, cold squelch is the occasional <laughs> slug. And honestly, honestly, it's just between,
1: so... the, toes. between yes, the
0: toes, between the toes. So I'm really not a fan and I'm sure that some people find them fascinating, but I really don't. And, you know, they only have one foot the slug giant, one big foot. Did you know? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a it's a stupid fact that I picked up along the way, but I just resent the fact they've got one foot, and when I my foot comes in contact with them, it's just a squidgy nasty mess and yuck. Anyway, let's move on from that, Paulie, because I'm already getting a shudder down my spine. Um, let's move on to our floriography fun fact, and uh, this is where, dear listeners, as you know, we share the bountiful floral knowledge and history that we research and uncover for you every week. What are we doing this week, Paulie? Well,
1: absolutely, Lucy, and thank you for that lovely little lead in there. Um, We're going to go a slightly different route this week, Um, and it's just one that I absolutely love, and it's a complete star performer, and quite unusual. It is the Cardoon. Now, for those of you who don't know, like Lucy didn't, (laughs) what a Cardoon is... (laughs) The Cardoon Latin name, Sonara cardunculus. Well, put that in your pipe and smoke it.
0: That one went well, (laughs) Paulie. That one went very well. That's an A-star for your Latin. Carry on, please.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Miss Nolan. Um, uh, So I'm going to have to say it again. The Sonara cardunculus. Oh, now you're just showing
0: off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You and your cardunculus. Um, Also called the artichoke thistle. Um, It's a it's a big thistle and it's a member of the sunflower family. And um, it's a naturally occurring species that also has many cultivated forms, including the famous and delicious globe artichoke. Um, Mm. It's a native to the Western and central Mediterranean region where it was domesticated in ancient times and still occurs as a wild plant. Mm. So it's considered by some of us just to be as invasive as a weed, but by others as a culinary delight. And cardium plants are in appearance that's very similar to the globe artichoke. Um, and that's why it's said it's called the artichoke thistle. But they look so fabulous in an architectural mm. way. They're very sort of mm. smart and fill up a big space um, and quite yes. good for not having too much water. But the leaves are so beautiful. The leaves mm-hmm. are so lovely. And I just love their silver grey foliage. And um, what I've done actually is I've got a lovely constant spry, who is a very famous old gardener and florist. Um, and actually, John McCormick, who taught me flowers at Moises Stevens, was trained under Constance Spry. So her theory oh. is amazing, and it's kind of all that theory' is so important if you want to be a florist. you can't just do a five day course and say you're a florist. Anyway, so back to Constance. She um, has this book, and I've um, every it's black and white and it has one plate for June, one for July, and the one for June is of uh, some oriental poppies and some um, cardoon Card- leaves and the leaves are so amazing, they're stunning stunning, stunning, oh. stunning, I might pop that picture up as well.
0: Yes, good idea absolutely, um, that sounds great Paulie, I found out that cardoons can also be used listen to this, this is fabulous as a vegetarian source of enzymes for cheese production really? Yeah, so in Portugal, the additional coagulation of the curd relies entirely on this vegetable rennet. So it's the kind of, it's the juice that makes the the curd turn into cheese. And apparently, this source of enzymes from the cardoons results in cheeses such as the Serra de Astrella and the Nisa cheese. So that's rather exciting. Um, they're also considered who'd have thought I know so they're also considered a vegetable, as you mentioned, as they are a member of the artichoke family. So you can eat them, but they are extremely fibrous. So watch that one. Um, the Romans loved them back in the day. Um, is that is that is that your dog in the background there, Paulie? Can I hear him? Is that Mungo?
1: I'm so, so yes, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it was Mungo having a little bark. I think the parcel delivery so sorry That's listeners sorry. For if disturbance. mungo
0: could just um hold that uh, yap just for a moment while i'm talking about the cardoons um <laughs> sorry. you can fry them you can eat them raw you can dip them you've got to peel apparently peel 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 and it takes forever to peel them um but i think a bit akin to celery and um things like that you can dip them into a bit of hummus nothing wrong with that um you can also put them in a stew but they are also pretty just growing, because why would you want to do anything with them, really? They sound like a bit a bit of hard work to me. Um, well, goodness me, I really had no idea about Cardoons. I feel like I've learnt a lot myself this week, Paulie. Actually feeling quite tired after our busy week.
1: Well, yes, Lucy. I mean, it has been a really busy old week. Another one. Um, we've done lots of lovely filming in some really beautiful mm-hmm. places, and... Um, I've been beyond delighted to say that we were able to help out at a few National Garden Scheme members here in their gardens in Sussex who, sadly, they were unable to open their gardens due to the current pandemic. So um here at Fabulous Flowers TV, we got in touch with them and um, we popped around and made a few films hearing all about their incredible garden.
0: We most certainly did, Paulie, and it was so lovely to catch up and meet some enthusiastic and inspirational people who clearly have a real talent for gardening and just love their gardens. Also, Paulie, don't forget that we were on BBC Radio Sussex. Goodness me, the heady heights of being a member of the Fabulous Flowers TV duo. And that was fun, wasn't it, Paulie?
1: really was fun. It was actually quite nerve wracking. Um, we were live on Sarah Gorrell's mid-morning show and um, she was so lovely. And it was great to be able to tell all the BBC Sussex listeners all about Fabulous Flowers. And with all our floral fun podcasts and the mm-hmm. films and everything we've been doing over the last few months. And um, actually, our little moment of fame on the radio, we've popped it up, the interview, we've popped it up on the website. So if any of you lovely listeners want to hear our lighthearted banter on the radio, then head over to Fabulous Vows TV website and you can find it.
0: It's absolutely yeah, That will be there for everyone to enjoy with a cup of tea. Um, we did enjoy that one, nerve-wracking as it was. Um, we have also had, this week, <laughs> sent via social media the most incredible array of pictures. And we've so loved, haven't we, Paulie, seeing all those?
1: We've absolutely adored them. And there are so many brilliant sort of lovely pictures that people have sent in, mm. lovely lovely floral pictures of, of, of just wonderful efforts that people Effort, have made. And it's absolutely. so inspiring to see them.
0: Absolutely. On Facebook in particular, we had a sensational lily photograph from Lynn Shaw. And I think she is down in sunny Eastbourne. Lynne was using those green apples in the vase idea, Paulie, that you mentioned in our last podcast, All About Lilies. That looked amazing. And Ruth Ellen, in she is a newcomer to the floristry profession and has been sending us her wonderful creations. So that's worth a little check out. She is Ruth Ellen, that's e flowers, Ruth Ellen Flowers, all one word. She's on Instagram. Have a little gander at those. They're gorgeous. And thank you to everybody who continues to send these in. They are brilliant. And we're so glad that Paulie's floral tips and tricks are helping our Fabulous Flowers listeners to do some arranging. It's all part, as you often say, Paulie, of being brave with your flowers. So keep those coming. We love to see them. And the inspiration is really for everyone, not just for people on Instagram, but for me, for Paulie, for everyone. Our National Garden Scheme films are also now up on Fabulous Flowers TV over on YouTube. So please subscribe there and enjoy those films along with many others. Right then, Paulie. That's it, I think, for this episode. So, until our next episode of Fabulous Flowers TV, it is, once again, a goodbye from me. Goodbye.
1: And a big Carduni goodbye from me. Bye.